I always love when a guest can come in studio, and from TSN Edge, betting analyst, mostly NBA, but he's also he's dipped his toe in other sports and into the CFL. It is Wesley Chang. Wesley, thank you so much for being in studio for the show today. Hey, cause always a pleasure. Love being here. And you're you're here till one in the morning, correct? Like yeah, I appreciate you, that show. I'm, you're stuck I'm hanging around, man. Yeah. They're not actually letting me out of the building. I'm trapped. Well, it, it's a great night. For, like, if, and obviously they probably did this on purpose because it is a stacked yes. slate of NBA games, first set of games after the All-Star game, plus you've got Raptors taking on um, at home against the Pelicans. So I see why they got you here. So what we'll do, let's, let's start just first with a bit of just general Raptors talk. I said off the top of the show, if you're going to be buyers, then fine. Now the Raptors need to act like buyers. And I'm glad they have a hard schedule because... If this team is as good as Masai Ujiri says they are, then I want to see what they do against the best teams. I am fascinated because th- these final 23 games is a referendum on Masai Ujiri, on Scotty Barnes, on Siakam to a lesser extent, uh, to Fred Van Vliet. Like, I, I, I am just fascinated by these final 23 games. I think that's a great call out. You know, if this is a team that they're saying they're going to believe in, why wait? Let's get them right in the fire. Let's get them up against this, you know, tough strength of schedule, as you mentioned. And we're going to find out right away whether or not they're, they're capable of doing it. The win total that they have on FanDuel right now mm-hmm. is actually a pretty interesting number they have them sitting at. They only expect the Raps to go 12 and 11 in order to cover that number. Okay. So, like huh. you said, strength of schedule, obviously one of the tougher ones of all the remaining teams. But 12 and 11, one game above 500. Doesn't sound like a big ask, right? No. So I think they definitely should be able to hit that number, but the test is going to be there, and we're going to see whether or not the pieces fit the way Masai envisions. Should I bet? I bet, I bet at the beginning of the year that the Raptors would go over 46.5 wins. I bet 30 bucks, which is the higher, the higher amount. I don't usually bet a ton. Should I bet 30 again on this new over to try to make up my loss and at least try to break even on my Raptors win bets? I'm not going to tell you what to do, but myself, <laughs> yeah. I would say looking at every game that they had in the upcoming schedule, the, the matchup that's going to matter the most is how they play against Washington. Mm-hmm. They play them three times. They haven't played them once this season. They're the ones that are sharing the ninth and 10th seed with them right now. That's going to be the series that ultimately dictates whether they hit this or not. But to go one game over 500 with now everybody back and healthy, I don't think it's a big ask. Uh, you got to remember, Toronto's been one of the most underperforming teams yes. so far, especially when you measure it against net rating and some of the advanced metrics that show that they've just lost some games that they probably shouldn't have lost. The Utah one jumps out, obviously. They had Ugh. that one go, they gave that one away. If it wasn't for that game, they'd be on a six game win streak right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all things considered, I think Toronto has the pedigree to do it. It just hasn't come together at all this season. Pirtle seems to be that connector for them this year. Uh, tonight, I actually think, is a very good uh, It's a very good test to see how they're going to be able to go up against a team that has the size they, like they do against New Orleans. Scotty Barnes, last 18 games, 18-8-5, shooting 48%. Um, your thoughts on him, and you can either take this just from a pure basketball standpoint or your philosophy on betting props when it comes to Scotty Barnes. I think there was this kind of peaks and valleys, as with most, most players. Scotty had this huge peak, especially when this Western road trip was starting, where he was really getting to the free throw line, like exponentially better than earlier in the season. He'd have some games where he wouldn't even show up at the line. Yeah, yeah I think he had, oh, I remember. Oh, he had like 10 to 15 of those yeah. on the first, like, first half of the season. And then 
if you look at his game tra- uh, game log from the last month, he's getting to the line, you know, double digits. He's getting to the line eight, seven times a game. And that's really changed for him. It was a re- it was you know what it was? Hmm. It was that time when they started treating him like Ben Simmons. Oh, when they started that's leaving- right. Yes, they did, yeah. When they started leaving him on the three point line like that, I think he he used that as an opportunity to be more aggressive getting to the rim and that stuck. Um, we don't need him shooting threes. That's not what like there's enough shooting talent around him. He doesn't need to do that, especially yeah. with OG back. We need Scotty to figure out how to get to the rim. If he can keep that aggression up, I think that is going to help his own scoring, but then also lead to easier dimes for him too, which has been kind of a narrative for the entire team coming out of this trade deadline. And by the way, for people who don't know, being traded like Ben Simmons means <laughs> no one is guarding him. That means like it, it, it is the equivalent of baseball when, um, when a chubby seven-year-old version of me was playing Little League and all the outfielders yelled, easy out. And they all come and hang around with the infielders. I feel like that's a lasting memory of yours. That is a lasting memory. By the way, right call defensively by the opponents uh, that I used to play against. And the same thing with Scotty Barnes. Like, you want to shoot? Great. Go ahead and shoot. So for the Raptors game tonight, uh, judge and shame this bet. And then we'll, we'll talk a lot about NBA win to- more about NBA win totals. Oh, uh, this is my pessimistic bet of the night. Five bucks. Valanchunas to get 12 rebounds or more. And the Pelicans to win. Five dollars pays me thirty-one bucks. I ooh, six to six to one. That's, yeah, that's a lot of money. Okay, yeah. so um, I mean, I think the payout is great. Mm-hmm. I just don't think JV is going to have as easy as a time as he would if Raptors didn't have Pirtle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh but, yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I don't have a problem with that. Actually, plus six thirty. I don't have a problem. Plus six thirty. I've gone on record saying I'm not perfectly clear how this game is going to play out when it comes to the game line. Mm-hmm. Um, but my one note on JV and Pirtle. Yeah, is that all season, Pirtle? I'm sorry, uh, JV has really been a sieve on defense. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's get, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of getting really bad for him, and that's actually one of the reasons why New Orleans so uh, they're in such rough shape. They allow 72 percent shooting at the rim. Woo! They're dead last. Okay, they're so, dead last in the NBA, uh-huh. and JV's the the rim protector. Right? Yeah. So they, you know, if I if I was them and they were really going for it this season. I would have tried to see what the market was like for JV, but I think they're kind of caught in this kind of purgatory here with Zion's injury status, so they just let it ride. But JV, offense, like you said, offensively, maybe he, he can get you know, 12 rebounds, some O boards, yada, yada. But I like the other way. I like betting it the other way. I like Pirtle against JV. I mm-hmm. like, like Scotty, I just mentioned about getting to the rim. Yep good opportunity against JV. They just don't have the protection. The one other bet uh, people might not be as interested in, but this has some Canadian content in it, and it also involves the number one team in the West. Denver at Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell used to burn, used to burn Denver all the time when he was in Utah. Meanwhile, Jamal Murray is coming back from injury. So I'm taking the over for Donovan Mitchell points and the under for Jamal Murray points. And that's 27.5 for Donovan and 22.5 for Jamal. Parlayed that together. Six bucks pays me $16. Donovan Mitchell, I think, in his last four games coming out of uh, going into the All Star break, I think his floor is 29 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it is. There you go. There so, you go. So he's been playing. You like? Yeah, he's in really good shape. I like that spot. You know, Cleveland would like to get a statement win here, too. Uh, and like you said, Jamal Murray coming off that injury. Uh, it's true. I don't, I don't know how healthy he's going to be. I. Uh, I don't want to undersell Murray, though. Murray was playing really good he before was. he got hurt. I know, I know, but uh, I just uh, ease him back excited. in. 
Also, also, it's not like Denver is fighting for uh, to stay out of the play-in. They're the number oh, one. They're oh, the, the number one seat. So I think they're going to ease in Jamal. Hey, bring you in, buddy. Don't worry. I like it. I get it. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just saying. Shout out Jamal Murray, man. He yeah. was killing it. Yeah. He was killing it before the All Star break. So um, I'm a little bit more sheepish about that one. But uh, despite mm-hmm. a bet, I'll take that any day. Yeah. So those are uh, those are my NBA bets of um, of the night. But uh, you've been working again, Jamal. Joined by Wesley Chang from TSN Edge. You've been working on uh, the NBA win totals. What are some of the numbers? What are some of the storylines you like? Well, I think the Toronto one's very interesting, as you said. Yeah. Uh, they only got to go one game above 500, so we talked about that. Here's another one, though, that uh, I thought is kind of fascinating. So Dallas. Mm. Okay. Let me, let me pull this up here just so I have it right in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Dallas is currently... Uh, the great experiment of Kyrie experiment, right? with, uh, with Luka. Okay, so Dallas is currently 31 and 29. Mm-hmm. The two games above 500. They have a win total set at 45 and a half that you can bet right now either way. Mm-hmm. That essentially tells you they have to go 15 and 7. No, they're not doing that. That's ridiculous. So they have to go 15 and 7 to no, cover. No, 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 no. Take the under. Yeah. yeah. L- Luca and Kyrie haven't even won a game together yet. Yeah. So, uh, so, wow. there you go. so, so your response is wow. exactly what I feel. Like, I get it. Like, they're, they're great, and their strength. So, strength of schedule. They have the easiest strength of schedule. That, that had That's to, part of it. That that absolutely had to bake into that number. Part of it, but to go eight games above five hundred at this stage in the season, I just I, I, with these two guys having yet to win a game yet. Yeah. No. I just no. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't like, see that at I all. I think they'll be good, but I just don't know if they're fifteen and seven. Good enough. No. So there you go. That's the Can, first one I spotted. You know, and by the way, all these numbers uh, are, are on FanDuel, all my bets on FanDuel. Can I parlay um, the the over for the Raptors and the under for Dallas? I would. I, and if you don't know, that's fine. I, I threw this at you, so I'm not sure if you know this, but that's one I'm going to look at later. Because yeah, I, love the, Ra- I uh, love the Raptors going more than one game over 500 and the Dallas Mavericks not going eight games over 500. That's it's, ridiculous. It's a, it's a big ask. It's, it's a, a really big, big ask. You just think about how much, um, how much time it takes to like build Kevin Stewart mid-season like this. Very yeah. Very rarely does something like this happen. I forget it was Windhorse or Zach Lowe. Somebody was saying how pow, like Pow Gasol and Kobe was like the only midseason kind of like acquisition where it actually worked out perfectly. Almost always, yeah, it doesn't translate all the way into the playoffs. And I think it was about Kevin Durant they were talking about. So same thing here, fifteen and seven. I think it's a big ask. I think they'll probably be you know. Five six games above five hundred, but eight to go. No, no, no to go no, eight. No. That's a lot. I'm gonna. By the way, you can't parlay them. That stinks. Right, thanks for answering that. Um, so if we went, uh, LeBron James said these are the most important games, or or some of the most important games of my career, because you know LeBron's got to always make it about LeBron. <laughs> They take on a Golden State Warriors team tonight. No Steph Curry. It's why the Lakers are favored by five and a half. But with so much pressure on, and LeBron putting the pressure on him. Good for him. Put the pressure on him. Do you lean uh, the overs, like he's over 27.5 tonight, or 42.5 assist points and rebounds combined? Or is this one of those things where we love to bet narrative and the books know it, so you should avoid betting the overs on LeBron because that clearly is the sucker, the public bet? I, I don't know if LeBron just goes full scoring mode and everybody kind of caters to him. Does he try to be a good leader and try to get his assist props up now that he's got mm-hmm. a bunch of very capable shooters surrounding him in this, in this lineup? But 
the the point I have to make is the Warriors are atrocious on defense. Today. Yes, that's the problem. They have been so porous. It it doesn't matter how good Clay is going to be shooting tonight, Jordan Poole. I don't care. If their defense has been so bad that this could be one of those games where it's like 125 to 124. Right. Just crazy scoring from both sides. So um, LeBron overs probably is the right side to lean. It's just a matter of whether or not you feel very strongly about one of points, rebounds, or assists. Uh, if, you know, forced to choose, I'd probably pick assists over his points. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong. Well, that's what happens to Golden State when Draymond Green decided to punch Jordan Poole before the start of the year. Uh, Wesley, last one. Is there uh, any other uh, any any other specific bets for tonight, or other uh, win total ones you want to uh, you want to alert us to? Uh, you know what? I just say look out for Toronto passing in general. Mm-hmm. I thought the most telling thing right around trade deadline, which might have already floated away, Masai called out his team for playing very selfishly yep. in the month leading up and. You know, Josh Lewenberg, you know, friend of the program. Uh, others who were at that press conference also flagged, like, I think he said it five to six times. Talked about the team's lack of, you know, playmaking, togetherness. So I expect assists overall to be up for every player. So Scotty, Pascal, Fred, any of the main ball handlers. If there's a good spot against a weak defense and the number is reasonable, I think for sure you try to take the overs on assists. Like tonight, yeah. you'll see in our same game parlay on the broadcast, we have Fred. Yeah, we Fred. have Fred assists. Right. He well, can be part of it. He, uh, you know, he's going to want to end strong to opt out and get that one last <laughs> Absolutely. Big payday. Absolutely. Always appreciate. Thank you so much, Wesley, for joining the show today. Cause thanks for having me. Check out his work at tsn.ca slash edge. You'll see him on SportsCenter. It is a great slate of NBA games on tonight.